You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to listen and talk. Inspired, informed, motivated, and recharged on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Every day is a stellar day on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Let's get this party started. Cynthia will be back to kick it all off after this break. You'll find all you need in the light that shines. Believe in yourself Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. You get up every morning, put your best foot forward, and listen for the 5 o'clock whistle to blow and sum it all up to all in a day's work. But Michael Curtis has some good news. You don't have to fight your way through the bustling mob for all your hard work to pay off. Consider your options. will help you realize your life's goals while you actually do something you love to do. Discover opportunities that you'll enjoy and set yourself up for predictable and lasting income. Consider your options every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio Studio A. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Studio A. Hello, Power Partners, and welcome to radio's finest program of positive book talk, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I'm always thrilled to be your personal growth success coach. Right here on Airwaves with you every single week, I bring you the authors, the experts, and the professionals to help you enjoy a more fulfilled life. So get ready to be empowered, inspired, live your dreams, and learn to make a difference in the world. We have a stellar lineup for you today in our first segment. I'm going to be talking to you about firescaping your garden and how you can plant fire-resistant plants. And then in segment two, surprising stories and insights for releasing pain and restoring your whole body health with America's holistic doctor, Dr. Matthew Norton. He is a practicing doctor of chiropractic for over 25 years and author of the book, Where Does It Hurt? And in segment three, Anna Weber, the relationship expert, returns with her newest book of simple time solutions with her book, called Your 48-Hour Day, so sit back and relax and get ready for another hour of power. The miracle moment for you today is brought to you by the Carmony Collection, handmade handbags, canvases, clutches, and more. Visit myspace.com forward slash Carmony Clutches 
or call 925-785-7827. And this is from Henry Ward Beecher. The unthankful heart discovers no mercies, but let the thankful heart sweep through the day, and as the magnet finds the iron, so it will find in every hour some heavenly blessings. And how true that is. There is a blessing in every obstacle. Everything's a lesson when we do take home the strides from it. Well, a couple of announcements before I talk about firescaping with you, and that is the essay contest, the fifth annual Be the Star You Are essay contest is now officially starting. Visit bethestarur.org. You can win $100 in cash, become a guest right here on the airwaves, get published, and a host of other exciting prizes. Go to bethestarur.org. There are three topics to choose from, and the essay is short, so you'll have fun with that. And the other great, great thing that is happening at Be The Star You Are is we are publishing a new book, it is Be the Star You Are for Teens. It will be 99 gifts for living, loving, laughing, leading, and learning to make a difference. Each chapter will be written by different teens and writers from around the country, and you are invited to submit your story. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org once again for more information on how you can get involved and get in the book. We want stories of inspiration and motivation on how you are living the life you love and being your own unique self. Well, as all of you know, people call me the goddess gardener, and I am always digging deep. I write a column that is about gardening in the backyard, and I, I love gardening as my pastime. Albert Camus said autumn is a second spring when every leaf's a flower, and how I can't agree more when you look out your windows in autumn and you see all the beautiful colors of the, the trees and nature, you can't help but feel that we are all one and get excited that the colors are so bright. Well, last year at this time, I was lecturing in Europe, and I had the opportunity to visit some of the glorious gardens in Paris, France, and the weather was beautiful and balmy as it is in California in the autumn time, and the smell of, the, of fall filled the air, but I really couldn't wait to get back here to California and start digging in my own garden and find out what my own delights were. You know, autumn squash provide entertainment for the whole family, and I wanted to give you a couple of things that you might want to do. You can hollow out a variety of white, blue, or peach-colored pumpkins. You can put four-inch pots inside them and add maybe frilly kale or ornamental cabbage or even a fall perennial, and you could put them on your front porch or at your front door just for a blazing accent. I feed the squishy flesh and the dried seeds to my chickens, but you, if you could put it out in your garden for the birds or if you want to try to plant some for next year, that's another great time. And as All Hallows' Eve approaches, I remove the potted plants. I keep carving these creepy creatures into the gourds, and I add scented candles. And then I watch the kids come up as they see my scary jack-o'-lanterns. So I use and reuse these gourds. And then after... Halloween, if I haven't cut into them, I actually spray paint them and then use them as ornaments for the Thanksgiving and Christmas season. So you can get several months out of, out of your gourds and pumpkins, depending on whether you carve them or not. For the past several Halloweens, I've been a firefighter. My son is a firefighter, and, 
and my family's in the firefighting business, and I tend to have smoky old turnouts and, and helmets around, so it's been easy to put that on. But this year, I've decided I've got to do something different, but fires this time of the year always make me think of the horrendous San Diego fires that have happened over the last couple of years and fires across the country. And since autumn is the best time for planting, and it is because it's getting cooler but the ground is still warm, I wanted to bring it to your attention how you can do some fantastic firescaping. Now, what is firescaping? How do you have a fire-safe garden? Well, firescaping is a landscape design that reduces house and property vulnerability to fires. The goal is that it enhances your property while it develops a design with choices of planning options that will offer protection in the event that a fire should come sweeping down. And as we know, fires happen, and we don't, we're not always prepared, so we, I want you to be prepared. How do you incorporate vegetation that could make a significant contribution to the survival of your home? Well, with firescaping, the plant selection is primarily determined by the plant's ability to reduce the fire threat. So vegetative fuel flames, they can go as high as 100 feet, and a lot of people don't realize it, that the radiated heat from a fire ignites combustible materials 100 feet away. You add a wind factor and live firebrands to that, and the fire carries for several miles. And that's why in the last year there was this terrible Southern California fire that just went on for months and months and months. Did you know that firefighters call Jupiter, Jupiter, junipers the gasoline plant? That happens to be a plant that I will not put in my garden in California because it is so fire-prone. It is so filled with extracts that when the heat gets near, it just explodes like a bomb. Evergreens, conifers, junipers, and other broadleaf trees and plants contain oils and resins and waxes that they burn at a very high intensity. Now, ornamental grasses and berries are also highly flammable, which make these also poor choices for landscaping in residential areas. So what are some fire-smart ideas? I know that's what you're saying right now. Okay, Cynthia, you're giving us the bad news. Where's the good news? Well, of course, deciduous trees are generally more fire-resistant because they have a higher moisture content when their leaves when they're in leaf, and then they have a lower fuel volume when they are dormant. So in winter, if a fire came through, there isn't any leaves. At maturity, trees can be really tall. So remember when you're planting to factor in mature sizes into your overall design and keep their branches a minimum of 10 feet from any chimneys. Rocks and bricks and boulders and fences constructed of non-flammable materials are always fire-retardant elements in a garden, and you should have several of these in your garden scape even if you just have a small patio garden. Water features, which would include a pond, a pool, a fountain, even a dry creek, which dry creek is just rocks that are set into a landscape. These are fuel breaks and also a healthy green lawn. Now, here in California, we're in drought. I guess you would call it a, a drought time right now. At least in Northern California, we're monitored on our water consumption, so a lot of people are thinking they don't want a lawn. But if it's tempting to leave your lawn or your garden bare, especially in times of water rationing, think again, because you'll have soil erosion, and a dry lawn or dry landscape is just a fire threat. So you want to think about this. Within 30 feet of your home, you want to plant low-growing, non-woody, deciduous plants in addition to well-irrigated perennials. 
that might mean you got to keep a bucket inside your sink as I do that I'm in water rationing because I want to have my, my garden green. I'm, I'm in a fire zone, and I really don't want a fire. If you're cutting down on your turf grass, you could try using clover, ground covers, or you could use conservation uh, grasses that are willing to keep green during the fire season. Leave spaces between plants. It's like a pause in the music. It expresses the natural beauty of the surroundings, and it does give a bit of a fire break. When you're planting a new garden, you want to use fire-resistant materials for a fire-safe environment that will both enchant and protect your family for years to come. And that might mean that you don't want to put straws and, and bark down. Now, here are a few plants that I'm going to give you. I call them fire-wise plants because there's no such thing as a fireproof plant. This is just an abbreviated list. I'm going to give you a few things that you might want to reexamine in your garden. If you're thinking of planting trees, consider maples, red buds, beech, citrus, tulip, magnolias, olive. Chinese pistache, liquid amber, crepe myrtles, pepper trees, locust, dogwood, all stone fruit trees, oaks, buckeye, and white alder. Those all use, uh, work pretty well. Now, oaks, as you know, they can burn, but they also have deep roots. Shrubs and vines, the budilia, which is the butterfly bush, that is good. The datura, the cotton ester, privet, oleander, hawthorn, rhododendrons, azaleas, yucca, periwinkle, potato vine, and star jasmine do well in firewise gardens. Succulents and ground covers, most succulents, they have a lot of water in them, so they're good to plant, and especially if you live in the desert area or you live in Southern California, these are always good, the ice plants, the actinia, the hen and chicks, the sedum. You could also plant yarrow or ajuga or mock strawberry. Vinca minor also has plenty of water in its leaves, so it is a very good and a fire-resistant garden. As far as perennials go, I like iris, lantana, of course, any bulbs. You can put bulbs in. Most of the bulbs are dry. You know, they have already burnt, uh, not burnt down. They've already, the leaves have fallen off, so the bulbs are underground. So bulbs are always good. But lavender, society garlic, birds of paradise, lilies, fuchsia, geraniums, corbels, lamb's ear, uh, calla lilies, those are always good. You want to be aware of the danger of fires and reduce the amount of the flammable plant specimens in your garden. And right now in autumn is the opportune time to consider replanting or replacing your lawn. So if you are thinking that the lawn that you now have is either not doing well or is too dry or is, is too big of a space, this is the time to either reseed, to fertilize, to aerate, or to put in a whole new healthy carpet of green, which will require less water when springtime arrives. And then as the weather cools, the migration of birds will increase, and you want to keep these spectacular insect-eating creatures in your garden at all times because birds will eat the bad insects and keep your garden healthier and more holistic. You want to attract birds like it thrushes and thrashers and warblers, and uh, vireos, and when you make use of your fountains and bird baths, you've got to fill them with fresh water. Now, all birds prefer moving water over just, you know, a little kind of bowl of still water because they hear the splashing from a distance and they come to investigate. But any amount of water is better than no water at all. If you don't want to invest in a recirculating pump for a pond or a fountain, even a shallow dish with pebbles at the bottom and clean water are going to entice your fine feathered friends. Hummingbirds like misters, although they'll hover, uh, they'll hover over the spray from a fountain, so you can use, um, just have your fountain going. 
But would it be autumn without the fire-tinted falling leaves? The changing colors of the trees throughout our neighborhoods are just candy to our, sentence, uh, our senses. I particularly like the Chinese pistache and the liquid amber and the Japanese maple. At least here in Northern California, our gardens and the roadways are just absolutely gorgeous with reds and yellows and oranges. It looks like a fire is burning, but, of, of course, it's just the trees, and that's the way we want it. They're like a creative centerpiece. Make sure that you um, rake any leaves into a pile to add to your compost, and you use mulch around any frost-tender plants. Now, if you live in the south or you live in Arizona or Texas, you're probably not going to have too much frost or Southern California, but if you're in the, uh, the east, you definitely want to mulch your plants and make sure that uh, nature doesn't kill your things, kill your, your plants, you know, through the winter. Fall is usually really leisurely and lovely. Uh, here in Northern California, we've been having such warm and sunny weather. In fact, it's been in the 80s and 90s, but we've also had very cool nights, so that's why we get this beautiful fall foliage that's just bursting with extraordinary exuberance. Now, towards the end of the month, you're going to have the pumpkins and you're going to have the kids coming trick-or-treating, so you want to be safe. A few things just to do in the garden, clean up your annual flower beds and send them to the compost pile, wash out your pots, storm in your shed, cut off your dead perennials, feed and fertilize all your planted winter perennials, weed the, rem uh, the remnants of crabgrass or other nutrients, Add uh, fertilizer to your house plants. Don't repot this time of year. Keep pruning your roses. They need to be snipped if you want to have continuous flowers through the holidays. Choose your fire-safe plants that I was talking about. Reseed your lawns with cool season grasses and aerate. You can start your onions right now. Your ground covers, get them going. If you ever have Christmas cactus, it needs to rest. Take it inside. Put it in a cold, dark room. Don't fertilize it. Provide a lot of water for the migrating birds, as I said. And since uh, this time of the year is usually dry, make sure you deep water any new lawns or seedlings or new landscape plants. And um, if you have apples, make sure to pick them. They're great now and harvest all your squash and your gourds, etc. Mostly remember in these last couple, couple days of good weather, play in your backyard, have fun in the sun with the final blaze of warm fall sunshine. Drive along the roadways and enjoy the spectacular experience of fall foliage and plan your Halloween wardrobe. You could be a firefighter or you could take a cue, a cue from your scarecrow in your garden. This year I'm going to trade in my turnouts. I think I'm going to become a pirate since I'm going to be lecturing throughout the Caribbean on Pirates of the Caribbean. So a pirate's life for me. <laughs> well, when we come back, we are going to be interviewing America's holistic doctor, Dr. Matthew Norton. And he is going to be talking about his book, Where Does It Hurt? Stay with us. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. This is calling out to me. This business of show business is all I want to be. Dancing in a Broadway show on the silver screen. Singing lovely songs of love is all I ever dreamed of. This business of show business is no stroll in the park.
You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to listen and talk. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. the secret of goal setting? Gaining control of your life by setting goals is at the center of most leadership and time management systems. Stephen Covey, the best-selling author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, suggests to empower yourself and accomplish your goals, you must ask yourself these questions. What is it I want to accomplish? What contribution do I make to the project? Why do I want to do this? What is my motive? And how am I going to get it done? Answers to these what, why, and how questions create the context for setting weekly and long-range goals. Start small. Find balance by first setting short-term goals that you are sure you can accomplish, then gradually adding to your list. Goal setting is a lifelong strategy for success. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan from Star Style with another Business Bright, brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to coach yourself to success. Visit star-style.com. Listen. Are you ready? The world is talking. Are you ready? World Talk Radio. Studio A. 